Welcome, everyone, to episode eight of Modcast VR, uh, the official podcast of the Flat VR Modding community. Uh, I'm Dr. Greg. This is my co-host, Bran. I never remember which side he's on. Bran. I'm. Yeah, I never it's remember the, that one. Yeah, is it that one? No, it's the other one. Is it the other one? Okay, I can never remember. <laughs> and we're excited today because we have with us uh, FM Pone, the modder from the new Levitation Half Life Alex VR mod, which is I got to say one of the most amazing mods I've ever played. So, uh, hey, yeah. welcome, welcome, FM. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. Do, 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 do what? What do we call you for short? Just FM Pone, or are we just? Just Sean. Oh, Just call that you works. Sean? Okay, Sean works. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, this has been, I think, what, five weeks now, Fran? I think it's five yeah. weeks since we've done our last show. Five weeks. Um, so I think really the way this has been working out, I know at the beginning we were able to get one in every couple of weeks, but just finding modders to get on the show and get it all set up. I think really just to kind of expect maybe more like once a month, uh, yeah. you know, and this is such a it's such a niche in vr anyway i mean it's not because so we don't have all the new vr games to talk about all that kind of stuff we just have mods uh and and i know this isn't a flat to vr mod that we're talking about today uh but it's a mod that's worth talking about i think a lot of people want to hear from sean so uh, <laughs> so i'm real, really looking forward to this so anyway um Let's go ahead and get started with some brief news today. Let me bring up my little news. thing here. News. There's not a ton of news. And uh, I know that I've said this in the past, but if you ever want to get a great source for uh, uh, flat to VR modding news, check out the flat to VR uh, uh uh, Twitter. It's amazing. Uh, Elliot puts a ton of stuff on there, uh, more than I actually talk about in here. I just kind of hit the highlights. So, uh, but anyway, without further ado, let's get started here. Um, first thing I got to bring up now, this has nothing to do with VR modding, but it hit the news last night and I was like, whoa, what the hell? Uh, John Carmack is leaving, uh, or resigning from Meta, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> I yeah. This guy is like a legend in VR. So uh, I don't know what else. Did you read? Do you read about that at all? Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Sean? Did you did you read any of that? I, first, I'm hearing that. <gasps> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. He's he's done. He's left. He he put this big uh, explanation on. Uh, it was on Upload VR. They had a big explanation. Then I saw there was a video, and he was just tired. He said he was weary of the fight, and uh, it looked like he was really tired of. Uh, sounds like the guy was really underutilized you know he's just amazing and i think it's he was tired of fighting with all of the the corporate bs that he had to deal with to try and get anything done uh it sounded like at first i was reading he said that it, it it was hard to understand what he meant with this but i think he was just being just being metaphoric but he was like you know it's just it's just uh insulting or something like that to see only a 5% GPU utilization, but I think he's like talking about how they just weren't doing enough to move fast enough at meta. <laughs> and he's moving on to what I think he's doing, the generalized AI thing. So he's getting ready to take over the world anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Way. He's going to do it. That AI stuff has been kind of crazy lately. People are all up in arms about the, the Lin, the Linza uh, app and artists and all of that. And I could understand, I mean, I did that just for fun to try it out. It, I got a hundred unique portraits 
in varying styles um, in 20 minutes for $12. So yeah, I could see why, you know, human artists would be like, well, wait a minute now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? Cause yeah. I do, I do a lot of like art, like uh, pencil graphite portraits yeah. and you know, one portrait, one, one portrait about the size of this iPad takes like, you know, three, four hours to do. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. It's just insane. Uh, but it's insane. I think, I think people Have you tried it, Sean. Uh, yeah, I've messed around with like chat GPT and, um, that's yeah. awesome too. The other one is where you can, you can give it a prompt and it makes a portrait. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's definitely the future. I don't think you can fight it. No, nope. I, th I think the best thing to do is just to learn how to integrate it, learn how to work with it because it's 100%. coming. It's not going to go anywhere. Um, no. and in know. fact, it's just going to progress more and more. There's even AI tools for animation that I just, I'm checking now. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's um, nuts. It's it's just. Well, I was watching people use that GPT chat thing just as like, yeah. okay, I want to code this and this, and this is what I want it to do. Click, and yeah. it gives them the code, and it, it yeah. breaks it down, gives them explanations of what each piece of code does. Like this is insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a good friend who is an animator. We work together. Uh, his name is Brian, and uh, he recorded himself to the chat GPT. Yeah. Um, what he wants Maya to do and he wrote the script for him and then he showed how he just said I want a bouncing ball to jump to bounce on Y axis and then bake the channel it's just like very simple but he did it and it wrote uh, it wasn't I don't think it was a mail script I think I'm not sure I don't remember I need to, to check this video again he did it, it and then he showed it's him nuts. Maya how he just drags it you can see a sphere bouncing, and then you can see all the keys baked. God, yes, it's crazy. I watched another guy set up, do a, uh, create a website that way. He just had the he just had GPT chat just put the code in, and he just pasted oh, it. Boom, no. instant website, <laughs> and it was beautiful. Oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> you know this is what excites me about something like GPT chat. I don't know if it can actually happen. I don't know. I am not a tech bro. I don't know anything about tech except you know the fancy yeah. stuff I put on my new PC, that type of thing. But I mean, I'm thinking about I'm playing an open world game, and every NCP or NPC, uh it's connected to GPT chat and you know, like, so you could just give them basic, okay, this is what they do for a living. This, and then all of a sudden AI just writes their whole story and you could have like real conversations back and forth with them. Yeah. <laughs> it would be pretty incredible. Yeah, that's really interesting actually. Like yeah. NPC dialogue from, from a chat GPT uh, prompt. Yeah. Very, um, I, that actually might have some merit. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just think I just thought, thought about that. I was like, geez, just think about that. I mean, any open world game I play, you know, the NPCs are pretty much like, eh, mm. <laughs> you know, watch where you're going. You know, they all say the same thing. I, uh, but uh, yeah, no, so that could like completely change things. You could just sit down and end up, you know, developing relationships with this your standard Joe standing yeah. on the street. <laughs> yeah. Just say you are a character in a video game who lives in a red house and you know drives a yellow car and you're grumpy and so when the player tries to talk to this character you know they'll they'll be in a bad mood and they'll yeah. talk about the red house and their yellow car that they're standing right next to 
I, that's actually really interesting. Um, I never really considered that. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I need a job in programming. <laughs> so there's two, two amazing things. One, you know about Karmic now. And yes. two, you have an idea for. Aren't you glad you came? There you go. There you go. All right. So all right, we'll get. Use right there. Yeah, cool. All right, so I'm glad I, I put that out in the world. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll get off of that now because we could talk about that stuff forever. Um, this is exciting. Luke Ross is uh, releasing a new version of his mod. It's going to have uh, grounded in it, which sounds like yeah. that would be amazing in VR. You know, with all the giant yeah. bugs and everything and running around. I've never played grounded, but I think that sounds exciting. And it sounds like. Uh, I don't know if we talked about this on the last show. I don't know if we even knew about it. Yeah, I think we did kind of briefly talk about it, but we didn't know a lot about it yet. Um, but he is working on a uh, alternate eye rendering 2.0, uh, which basically, you know how when you use alternate eye rendering in VR, if you're getting 90 frames per second, you're only seeing 45 frames per, frames per second in the headset. I mean, that's just the way that works. The way the math works, it splits it up. But with this, what he's doing, and I'm not, don't know what he's doing with it, but it, with the AER2, what that does, what he's doing is it basically reverses that. So it's, it's adding frames in somehow or another. Uh, so it gets rid of all the ghosting and everything that you see. He has had a great video with uh, Tifa fighting in the tunnels in Final Fantasy VII. And, it might be a little hard to see when it's in motion, but if you pause the screen and you look at her mid-air without that, with just regular alternate eye rendering versus AER2, it's night and day. There's like the double image and everything of her in the regular alternate, and the other one looks crisp and clear, no double imaging and all that kind of stuff. So that'll be a lot of fun. But yeah, yeah. since he's doing that, I think finally, he's gonna, he says there's a lot of work to do on it. So. He's doing it in incremental bits, and Final Fantasy VII Remake will be getting the first alternate eye rendering to uh, treatment. So I'm really excited about that. Obviously, what I want it for is cyberpunk. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I'm already getting amazing results. I've got a new PC now. It's got a 40, uh, uh, RTX 4090 with a 9-9-13900K, uh, and bumping up that resolution and everything has just changed the game so much and I'm getting insanely good frame rates so it's made the game so much smoother it's like playing a whole new game uh, but being able to use uh, alternate eye rendering 2 will be even better because uh, then it'll get rid of the ghosting which you still have some ghosting it's better and I've noticed the haloing, haloing has practically disappeared you know that kind of shimmery stuff around the outsides when you get up close to uh people yeah. that's almost gone completely so yeah it's it's really cool i can't wait for that um speaking of great modders uh dr beef has teased a a mod for the pico 4 and it's got a lightsaber in it so i'm assuming it's probably his knights his jedi knights he didn't really say what it was but i'm guessing that's probably what it is so that's cool i don't know anything about the pico 4 do you sean have you or have you used that at all or in the little devices it looks interesting yeah I, we can't get it in the states right i think it's only sold overseas i guess suppose we could have it shipped in but but um i saw they were complaining about in some article they were complaining about um you know that they just weren't seeing the numbers they want to see and they want a bigger you know they want more sales i'm like well you could start selling it in the states that would probably help <laughs> yeah it would. 
people are Definitely. just people are just dying for a quest competitor hey uh this isn't on here in, in the news of flat vr moves but you see uh htc is getting involved now uh back into the consumer market it looks like they're building a quest competitor uh they're teasing that so that'll be really interesting to see uh because you know when when they were doing headsets for yeah for the consumers they were nice little headsets the vive was great i like the vive better than the rift the cv1 um and the the vive pro was awesome uh, until it crapped out on me and then i got the index so i never went back but <laughs> yeah that, there you go <laughs> yeah so that's kind of cool uh speaking of star wars uh uh somebody named procedural is working on a uh battlefront 2 vr mod which looks really good i've just mm-hmm. seen some teasers of it uh that game looks pretty insane i've never played it but anyway so there's that uh Grant Bagwell has released up to chapter three now. Is that it, Brian? Have you heard three? three. three? So that's not four yet. I can't wait for four. Um, yeah, out. I'm just I'm holding off until the full thing yeah. is released because I want to stream the game. So I'll just do it that yeah. way. Uh, but the what little, game is it? Uh, Bendy and the Ink Machine. Hmm. Have you played that one? Never heard of it. No, it's heard of it. it's really cool. It's kind of a. Uh, cartoonish styled game um like a horror but, but it's horror yeah very it, stylized l- lots of uh, the first chapter is all i've played and that was just mostly just puzzles there wasn't really any action or anything like that there's a couple little jump scares but apparently it gets yeah. a lot more intense and a lot scarier the farther you go so yeah yeah oh the third and chapter is long is uh, it was about an yeah it's long the first one is very short. I think it was the demo as well. That's how you got the demo. So it's chapter one. Chapter two is not as exciting. Chapter three is it's starting to be really, really great and long. Sweet. Um, so chapter four. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. How many chapters are there? I think six. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. Sweet. Well, that's going to be out then soon, hopefully. Uh, all right. And then the last little bit of news that I put on here, uh, the Callisto protocol apparently is working uh, with Preydog Injector. Preydog. So uh, now. And what else? Which oh, one? High on Life. High on yes. Life is working with it, which I'm excited for, too, to try. I really want to. I know. It's tempting yeah. not to get it now, but I just want to wait until I can play it in VR. And yeah. uh, um, because I I'm doing that actually I've been I've been playing uh The Witcher three I I just started streaming it flat just because I wanted to try it out I've never really played the game and I'm really getting into it and loving it but I gotta say I think I I personally and uh, you know this is my plea out there again to Luke Ross please 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 mod this I mean because I know he's already modded you know he's already worked with Red Red Engine modding Cyberpunk so uh. This seems like a no-brainer, and this game would just be absolutely glorious in VR. So I'm gonna yep. wait. I'm gonna hold off on it a bit and hope that happens. Um, as far as Callisto Protocol goes, uh, there's some you know some people like you know Beardo Banjo, friend of the show, friend of ours. Uh, he doesn't think that that would be a great game in VR, which because he said you know it's so combat you know, melee combat oriented. And he says you get thrown around a lot, which you know he's probably right. Because he usually is, but I'm still gonna want to wait and play it in VR. <laughs> yeah, 
I think yeah. So there you go. High on life. That one. That was all we wanted to talk about. And pray dog, if you're watching or listening, gosh, we're we're really Christmas would be a would be a great Christmas present. Yes. Oh my god, that would be amazing. Because <laughs> that'll change our lives. It will. It will. We'll have so many games to play. I mean, it, that right now it's a slim pickings. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, so that's it for our news. Like I said, it wasn't a ton, but we just wanted to get a little bit in there. Um, okay, so uh, Sean, uh, you go. FM Pwn is your your kind of gamer tag or your 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 modern name or whatever. Uh, uh, this I I, I noticed. Uh, I was reading somewhere, some or maybe watching a video. I'm not even sure, but somebody talked about you, this is not your first. Uh, source modding adventure you've modded some other games too correct yeah I've, I've been involved with csgo pretty much since the release um doing custom maps for csgo uh that's probably where the vast majority of people that follow me on twitter or follow my youtube or whatever know me from um, so i had some success there and that gave me a good foundation with source although obviously with source 2 there was a lot more to learn and new mm -hmm features and uh you know cool things about source 2 that are unique to source 2 what what did you what what have you done on csgo i did a competitive map cache which is probably the most famous thing that i've ever worked on um and that was in the active duty competitive map pool for a few years and um released a new version of cache not that long ago and i've done many many uh other competitive maps and just custom maps for csgo okay cool Nice. How, how how long have you been doing this? I've been actually um, making custom maps and being part of the custom mapping community since I was probably sixteen. So okay, more than five. okay, all right. Let's so say you don't look like you're what thirty. <laughs> I'm thirty three. Okay, all right. I figure that's probably right about where you're at. So it's crazy to be because. I grew up in the, you know, the Atari 2600 was the system <laughs> and, you know, everything that, that the younger people get to experience now, I'm so jealous. I, I just, I always think what would have happened if I would have had, you know, access to this kind of stuff when I was a kid. <laughs> it's just crazy. Um, so something I got to say, as far as that goes, uh, is your, your level design and level and levitation is just fantastic it's better than yeah it's better than a lot of games that i play that are you know just yeah. full games and actually a lot of those levels i think are better than the the actual half-life alex levels um so i'm just wondering like do you have like formal ed education in this or is this just kind of a natural you're just kind of a boy wonder genius <laughs> Definitely not a genius. Um, I, a lot of levitation is a direct response to Alex. It's, it's, you know, I understand that Alex was kind of an easing in process for a lot of, you know, myself included. That was really the first big VR title I ever played. So, um, but even then I felt like there was room for improvement or there was room for um, action set pieces or unique ideas that, uh, you know, Alex is a great game. It's definitely, mm -hmm. I think, the best VR game we can play. Not to take anything away from Alex, but I felt like even within Alex, there was things that I would have done differently, or there was, um, you know, I felt like opportunities that I could have, you know, contributed to. Uh, so that's what I tried to do. Do you get, do you, like, when you do stuff like this, uh, do you ever get job offers from people? <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gainfully employed now, so it's uh, it's not too much of a um, temptation. But uh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. That's cool. That's cool. Like, because I I just can't. Like I said, that game, that level design just blew me away. It's so much fun. Um, Where did the idea for the the story come from? The, the... So, uh, you know, I really like mods that take themselves seriously. You know, I think that's a, a fun experience for the player. It's not just like, oh, this is just some BS that we threw together. No, like I try to think about like, okay, so Valve may do their own sequel to Half-Life Alex, and that's going to take the story in a, in a <laughs> yeah, exactly. I hope they do. Uh, that's going to take the story in one direction, right? Um, but so what could we do as a mod team to tell our own story where it's going to not interfere with anything that Valve does? It's not going to override anything that Valve does, but it's going to seem plausible nonetheless. So our concept or what I came up with was what happens immediately after Alex that can be self-contained and so if anything Valve does afterwards, Levitation is just going to be the story of what happens to Alex immediately after the events of Alex. And that'll just be like a bubble in time. And so Valve can do whatever they want and we can do whatever we want. Yeah, so that worked. It works really well, too. You just take off. You end up right there at the end of the basically the um, the after credit scene from Alex is where mm-hmm. we start out. So that's really cool. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's where mm-hmm. we start out. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, I just remember when we get transported into that like kind of dimensional space area that reminded me a lot of Zim from uh, uh, Black Mesa, uh, you know, the floaty parts of land yeah. and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was really cool. Um that's brand go ahead and ask a question i don't want to hog all the time um let's talk about jeff for a second yes (laughs) spoilers (laughs) oh yeah uh, yeah let's not talk about no no let's talk about it but just yeah Uh, yeah, carefully spoilers this is probably gonna be I'm probably not going to censor myself too much in terms of spoilers. So, <laughs> guys that haven't played the mod that are watching this, maybe uh, watch it later. But otherwise, <laughs> let's yeah. just dive in and get all the spoilers out. Like, for me, Jeff is probably one of the top three best experiences of video games ever. Yes. Um, absolutely. Ever. So, I'm wondering if. When you played the game first time and you were in Jeff's world, is that when you said, I need to create a mod and put this guy in it? Is that is that what something? Because I think that when I was in it, I was like, oh, I want to do something with this guy. Like, it was just like, and I played this game a couple of times. I finished it a few times. And this level, I always keep a save file for that. And I always go back, even though I can do it like with eyes closed now. I love this level so much. It just, for me, Jeff is really the best. So my question is really, um, is it really something that you, it was in your mind the whole time to implement him in levitation? It's something, or is it something that was just like, uh, okay, let's add Jeff as well. And 
how the hell do you do that? How do you put that character with all his animation? I'm an animator by trade. So for me, animation is like number one. And Jeff is like... So to play around with him from behind the scenes and direct him to do what you want him to do, like it's probably such a good accomplishment for you to do. It's yeah. uh, such an amazing... Jeff, I think Jeff was probably... So I'm conflicted on it because on your first playthrough, Jeff is like the most amazing experience. Yeah. And then I feel like on the second playthrough, in my opinion, Jeff is actually where the game drags a little bit because you know what to expect. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that's a hard problem to avoid. And I don't think that I necessarily did any better of a job with it than Valve did. But so what I think it means is that that first impression, that first playthrough that you have with Jeff, it has to be really, really good. Mm -hmm. And then you, you'll every time you'll play it afterwards, even if you kind of know what to expect, and if you're not quite as scared, you'll just you say to yourself, "Well, I'm still remembering that first time I played it, and it was really, really good." Yeah. So I tried to set the bar very high with with that level. Nice. Oh my God! When he broke through that wall. Yeah. Oh, it died about. I I needed a change of pants. I was not expecting that at all. <laughs> and it, there were, all of the hints were there. You had the stuff in the air that makes you cough and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that thank was you great. For reviving him. Oh yeah, no kidding. Because people, somebody was saying something about Jeff. I was like, well, Jeff can't be in this. I killed Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this is his brother, James. <laughs> yeah. Well, like that. The what was. How we kind of solve that is like, I don't think that any of levitation is real. Like, it's totally just a G man saying to Alex, like, this is just a training simulator that you're going to go through a thousand times. So here's Jeff again. Yeah. So, um, you know, when I, it, Je our Jeff level begins as a pretty uh, strong ripoff of uh, Resident Evil 2. The, the big guy that, what's his name? Mr. X. Mr. Oh. X. Yes. He breaks through walls. Uh, I, th I thought that was really good in Resident Evil 2. Oh, and God. So we had a discussion on Twitter with uh, this guy, Radiator Yang, uh, Robert Yang. Uh, he's a really well-known level designer. And I was just saying, like, okay, I want to do a Jeff level, but, you know, what ideas do people have? What are good ideas that, that have, you've experienced to make a level scary? And so a lot of people were talking about Resident Evil 2, and he mentioned how you can set up a room that appears safe. So, you know, when you enter the room in Levitation, there's a weapons crafter, mm -hmm. there's uh, a greeting from Russell. So everything appears to be welcoming and, and mm. like, a, like a safe space, and that's, that's where Jeff comes in. Yeah, man, that was that was great. Um, I actually, I I like your Jeff level better than the Alex Jeff level because it's just more involved, and and uh, I feel like I feel like Jeff is more of a threat in your level than he is in Alex. And Alex, yeah, you know, especially when you could just go and grab the gas mask and put it on, it's just a yeah. piece of cake to get through. You know, just up oh, there, you go over there, Jeff. I'm doing my thing. You know, he's just he's just yeah. really easy to get around, but. You know, having to grab those little grenade thingies and stuff from the uh, those plants. It, I don't know. I saw uh, Max Cheese Fist. He was doing something. He was just like rubbing their neck and they just drop him. I was like, how do you do that? Every time I try that, that doesn't happen. 
Max Cheese Fist? Yes, that's Beardo Benjo's dad. That's a pretty uh, strong username. It's a great name, right? Yeah, he's a great guy too. It's hilarious. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, that that level. It, then, of course, I had that uh, Tigger Lover Oof on my channel, and she had me convinced that I had to take those bombs and blow up those blue doors that uh jeff was going through you know the blue walls and so i just kept doing that i was like it's not working it's not i, I probably did that for like 15 minutes <laughs> <Take off. laughs> yeah that was the risk we took with the jeff level is like you in order to progress through that level and this is i don't know if this is clever or not really but this is kind of what i wanted to i wanted people to think that it was clever is like you use Jeff to progress through the level. So Jeff is almost like required um, presence to help you at the same time you're running away from him. Mm -hmm. So uh, like you have to, you know, have Jeff break down the door for you or you have to be in very close proximity to Jeff when you're retrieving things from the lockers. And I think that's why people maybe like, the Jeff level that we did, I don't know about better than the one that's in Alex, but they like it a lot is because um, I, I designed these scenarios to be very tight. Like you're, you're going to interact with Jeff during our level. You're going to have to have him break down the door for you. You're going to have to be right next to him as you're retrieving things from the locker. Cause you're locked in the same room with him and you're making noise. Mm -hmm. um, and then of course, when you kill Jeff, it's a, a, a more visible sequence than what was in Half-Life Alex, where essentially what happens in our mod is you watch Jeff fall down yeah. and you crash. Whereas in Alex, you, you shut the door and, and it's kind of left to your imagination, which I think has strengths, but it it also has pretty obvious weaknesses from a design standpoint. The one, yeah. the one nice thing about the Alex one, though, is when you walk in and he's all squashed and then it farts at you. <laughs> that's pretty hilarious. Oh, Jeff. Yeah, that, well, that I, the second gameplay, I didn't kill him. I decided to keep him alive. That's a that, isn't that a that's an achievement, I believe. I think the first time I played it, I didn't kill him. I didn't know you could. I didn't think about it. I just locked him in there. <laughs> Um, right, so maybe maybe it's it's canon that you see him again because he's not technically dead. There you go. For yeah. me, yes, it's my yeah. first playthrough was the only real one. <laughs> what am I? The absolute best Jeff thing that's ever happened was the first time you play that game, and you finally figure out to lock him in that freezer, and you feel so accomplished. And you're yeah. walking around, you do your stuff, and then you're following the little thing with your, yeah. and then you realize you've got to go back in that locker. That is the big yeah. oh shit moment. <laughs> it's like no, yeah. <laughs> that that is one of the most brilliant things I've and ever played dark. in any video Everything game. Is yeah, yeah, it was, it was so good, so good. Yeah, I really like that um, that room that they built in uh, the original Alex. That's um, it almost looks like a like a wine storage or like it's it's a distillery yeah. so i get got a lot of like uh you know barrels stacked that was a really really cool room i was trying to figure out how to get the the uh wheel crank off of yeah. the 
that I really like that. That's memorable for sure. Yeah, that yeah. when he had to like snake it through that that rebar that was all. Yeah, that was tough. But once again, they they did you a big solid by giving you a gas mask right there in that filing cabinet because that was the thing I liked about your mod is that you didn't have that option. You had to cover your mouth. You know, there's just, there was no gas mask there <laughs> unless I missed it. <laughs> no, I mean I tried to. Um make the mod accessible but some stuff just doesn't really work that well from a modding standpoint um, right now so just hopefully valve will continue to update the game we'll see so like okay because i think the other day i was playing it and i was trying to put on the hat and it didn't seem like it worked and i just gave up really quick does that work in your mod can you put like the the hard hats on and stuff the persistent issues that we're having is um is like covering the mouth I, I i don't know why it's not working in our mod and i'm and i'm gonna try to continue to figure it out i implemented a workaround but it didn't work so that's probably one of the one of the most stubborn uh, issues that we're having right now so people are having difficulty with the covering their mouth then mm -hmm. it seemed to work fine for me i was just <laughs> i've done it twice I now right i think it's broken right oh is now. it broken right now okay nope yeah. sorry this guy see i told you he'd be joining this is pete <laughs> This is my buddy. <laughs> he wants to be on my shoulders, but he's trying to snake around on my keyboards. He's going to mess things up. So, <laughs> um, so that's one of the questions, eh, Greg? Yeah, that's that, is that one of the biggest challenges? The I think in the in the Jeff part, that was yeah, because I mean, like I said, you. There's sometimes I didn't have my hand up right, Covering. I guess. So, yeah, and man, when you cough and then Jeff is right there, he killed me yeah. a few times. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> but I did play on hard. And as, I, yes, you as, as my quote in that game was, well, easy is probably easier. <laughs> did you? I sent you that, that uh, short of me trying to get through that final boss. That didn't have near the deaths that I suffered in hard <laughs> I was the, that that was the second to last boss. I'm wondering how you did against the room full of uh, combine that dude, were charging you. What, yeah, when I went in there, I had I literally had three little tiny blips in the middle of my last heart. So oh, no. yeah. and, you know, and I was playing on hard, so that that health station didn't have a worm in it when I went down there. So. I, I got down there and I was like, oh my God, this is all I have for health. So I would like kill a guy and save, kill a guy and save. <laughs> that's okay, it. that's a good idea. <laughs> save, uh, save cheesing. Yeah, yeah. So what am I, well, we call it limitless. Uh, limitless. Because what am I, what am I, uh, uh, guys that watches my podcast, uh, Keith, limitless, uh, he would like, um, he always remind me to save. It's so, oh, I'm pulling a limitless. Now I've watched him play by the way, and he does not save very often. So <laughs> it's a big hypocrite, but <laughs> I think it started when you played uh, black Mesa, black Mesa. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's when he was like, such a great save, game. Save. Yeah. yeah. You played that in VR? Yeah, I played it VR at Vorpex, which actually, that's my favorite Vorpex title, to, their favorite game to play in Vorpex, because the, the direct 3D scan works so well. It feels and looks like a native VR game, and uh, it, yeah. it plays awesome. It's so great. The only problem is there's something wrong with the shader and like the guns, so it flickers pretty much all the time. You know, and I don't know how to fix that, but uh, I didn't. After playing it a while, you don't even notice it because the rest of the game plays yeah. so darn good. Um. So uh, how long? How long did this was this mod in development? It seems like it was 
like forever because I know I've been waiting for it ever since I saw the first little teaser. I'd heard a lot from people in Discord about it. It took us a really long time. It took us two years, um, really close to our almost to three. So I right after I played Alex, it was hard for me not to just want to dive in and make yeah. levels. Like I said, I felt like maybe there was room for improvement or there was opportunities that I could take. So, but you know, there's aspects of the mod that took a really, 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 really long time, like um, designing the character discussion sequences. So first I would have to come up with the idea, come up with the writing, then we would do um, voice lines, excuse me. And then we would have Corey Lado, who's our my main uh, partner on this project, uh, animator. He would uh, animate the sequences and source filmmaker. Then we would bring them into the editor. Then we would sync up the lines. Um, and then one of the most laborious processes was actually lighting the character's face. So like if you see here, like I have a light that's shining here. So I'll, what I really wanted was for uh, light to hit the side of the character's face and then the other side of the character's face to create like some interesting rim lighting. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just took forever to uh, get the values right because once you changed one, it it ended up changing another. So it was like kind of a tug of war to get that those values correct. And the compile times are quite long on Source Two. So you know, little things like that add up, and they as a process you do that multiple different times, um, and then you design eight levels, which is the number of levels we shipped with. So yeah, it, it was a laborious process for sure. Oh man, yeah, it was. It's totally worth it. It took me at least eight hours, I think, to beat that game. Like I said, six I was, hours out of them was to finish the finish boss. the final. Yeah, that well, the second to last boss, I guess. I, I just couldn't consider the room full of combine bosses, but it's yeah. like, but yeah, no. I, my biggest problem was now the second time I played it, I played it on medium. It only took me two times to beat that boss. Uh and I was using index controllers versus Rift S controllers. Um, I, I I was having weird issues with like actually grabbing the light bulbs and stuff out of the little thingies. And a lot of times I'd accidentally push the button that would teleport me into those freaking lasers, you know, cause you're, you're using your sticks and then all of a sudden you're just jumping right into the big lasers shooting across. And, yeah. and, and those, th- there's just so many man hacks and you can't, <laughs> And you can't see them. You're like, you hear them. They're flying around. It's like, where are yeah. they? Where are they? There's just so much going on with all the light and everything. And then the yeah. next thing you know, you're dead. And <laughs> yeah, the experience is definitely designed with the index in mind, uh, which sucks on the one hand because it's such an expensive device. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, not everybody can afford that, which obviously I understand. But um, that's what I use. So it's naturally going to be a little bit biased in, in that direction. Yeah, it worked really, really yeah. well with the with the index, I noticed. So, um, yeah, I just got those controllers because with my new PC, you know, one of my favorite games in the world is Cyberpunk, and I play it in VR all the time. And I noticed in my Rift S, I was like, why am I only getting 80 frames per second? I mean, this PC is chunking out these massive frame rates, and all I can get is 80 frames. And then I was like, oh, it's because the Rift S only has an 80 hertz refresh rate. So, you know, I took the index and bumped it up to 144 hertz, and I was getting 144 frames per second. So, uh, you know, that was pretty awesome. At least, like, just when we're sitting there idle. Now, you know, once you start moving, it was still around 110 frames per second, which is great in Cyberpunk. So, um but uh, uh, yeah, I don't, the index, 
Uh, so that's why I ended up getting the controllers because all I had was the Vive wands. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to play with Vive wands anymore. So <laughs> I love the index. I'm a I'm I'm really impressed with the hardware that Valve put together. It's still still a, the best you know con- commercial headset you can get. Really, I still think it kicks the crap out of the Quest Two even, which. Uh, you know, I'm I'm just not a big Quest fan. I never have been. I know some people might not like me for that, but uh, I just even when you're even when you're you're you know streaming PC games to it or whatever, then you go back into just a real wired PC VR headset like the Index, and it just looks so much better than it. You know. Yeah. So. I think I, it's just, it's such an expensive device, but at least you're getting what you paid for. Mm-hmm. In terms of where- yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it. I I only spent actually for the headset. I all that's all I got. So it was only five hundred dollars because I just used the Vive ones and I already had the setup for the Vive. So you know that's all I needed to get. So if you're just getting the headset, it's fine. It's the whole kit that, you know, yeah, is pricey. <laughs> uh, how big of a team did you have on this? So it was myself as the only level designer. It was Corey Lado as the human animator so every human character he was animating then we had another animator named kamagatsi and Mm -hmm. he was doing all of the creature animations so there's a scanner there is an advisor uh, and there's a vortigaunt and he animated all of those uh and yeah everybody did great in terms of the animations um really honestly thrilled with the job they did and then we had a a handful of people who were helping us because valve released the level source files but they did not release the model source files so we essentially had to rip certain models from the game in order to animate them which was really challenging um, from a technical standpoint excuse me so we had to have a lot of help with that uh and then uh, we also had an individual who designed our logo, who I've known for years from CSGO, Amy Anzel. And he did a really good job with that. Logo's so, great, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's really, really, really talented um, graphic designer and level designer. Um, so yeah, we had a small team of probably you know, eight to nine people. That's pretty big for a mod of- though, isn't it? It is a big team. I mean, usually we're talking to modders they're like single guys or maybe two guys you know yeah yeah i mean i i always try to keep teams small especially because you don't know if there's going to be money coming your way and you're going to have to split it with everybody but ultimately this was just such an ambitious challenging project that we had to build a solid team around it yeah yeah you guys did great i i'm actually shocked that somebody because I remember kind of seeing that in the credits that there was a creature animator, and I was like, "God, didn't they just take these animations like just straight from the game? Because they they looked so good." Uh, yeah, no, uh, every single animation, pretty much that we use, is completely custom. Wow, and, uh, all the voice acting is completely custom, and a lot of the you know sequences themselves are are just totally customized. Okay, so that that actually leads me right into my next question because. One of the things that blew me away when I started that game is when uh, G-Man was standing there in front of me, just looking amazing. And then he started talking. I was like, is this really G-Man? And then I go on and all of a sudden Russell's on the screen. I was like, oh my God, is that really Russell? I mean, so you guys had like just sound alike voice actors. They weren't the actual voice actors that did this. 
Yeah, wow. we had sound alikes, and um, and then I went into Audacity and really tried to match things up really well in terms of the um, the bass and treble and the you know equalization. Try to get really close values. So what I did is basically just listen to uh, Mike Shapiro, who's the official G man, and and listen to our voice actor and just try to get them as, sounding as uh, approximately close as possible. Nice. Oh yeah, Russell blows me away. That that one really blew me away. He 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 does an amazing job. And so Alex, that was was that also. A- we, we did not have any custom Alex lines, um, which is more a circumstance of how difficult that particular voice is to replicate. And you know, obviously, this is a male skewed demographic. I wish we had a lot more women involved, and we would probably have better products in general but i agree um, <laughs> but yeah so for you know russell does a lot of heavy lifting in this project like he, he he does a lot of the context setting and he does a lot of the um you know player instruction when when players are getting uh introduced to puzzles he's doing a lot of heavy lifting from a design standpoint to draw player attention to different design elements mm-hmm. so yeah um russell was uh created by, I believe his name is Joseph Aday, and he does does a fantastic job. His uh, username is Slick Liquid, and, and he was really um, crucial, crucial to the to the project in general. And I think it's probably something that people overlook is like how much of a difference our Russell makes in the final product. So yeah, I got to get awesome i mean russell is one of my favorite things about the original alex game so the fact that you found somebody did like did you have like uh auditions for people to do voices or no i had seen his work i had seen slick liquids work on with other projects and i knew right away like we got to get this guy involved and um same thing with our g-man i i felt like this is make or break. Like we've got to get him involved. So I'm just super grateful and thankful that we were able to get the people involved that we really needed in order for the project to work. That's the guy that did G man. Is he the one? Cause I know that I'd seen something somewhere about, uh, one of the guys on your team was the one that does all the little animations from all the valve source stuff. Was that him? The G man guy? No, that's Corey Lado. He's, he's like my, my co-lead on the project. Okay. Uh, that was critical. Like I had to land him to even stand a chance of having plausible human animations. So that's another person where just very grateful and thankful that everything fell into place to get him involved. Awesome. Nice. Brand. Do you need to get uh, approval from valve? (laughs) No, I'm, I'm a, I'm a uh, ask forgiveness rather than permission type of. Uh, uh, that's why I'm divorced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they like my project. I, I assume they do, but who knows? Oh man, they've got to love it. It's so good. It's it's like it feels like a literal just DLC, and uh, you know, mods like yours. Uh, was it Gunman Contracts? I haven't played that one yet, but I've heard great things. Uh, I played a little bit of the uh, the Bioshock one, Bioshock. which is fantastic. You know, these are the mods that keep the game alive. You know, and give us more stuff to play, which is great because you know us PC VR gamers feel a little bit wounded. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. If, if I could just say a little bit on that, like, um, you know, we were talking about the index before, and you know, it really is a great device but you know i'm if i can 
be a little critical of Valve. I think the software side on VR right now is hurting. It's, yeah. it's really, there's not enough to play, especially when you're saying to people, do you want this super high-end premium $1,000 headset? I think if you're going to sell people that and you don't want it to become a extremely expensive dust collector in your mm-hmm. closet, you have to you have to meet people halfway and provide them with a lot of gotta give them something you could only play alex so many times you know i think i played alex 10 times in a row when i first got it i just kept jumping back in and playing it i I put a lot of time in that because that's the first game i've ever 100 percented (laughs) yeah i mean alex is like right now it's it's kind of the only game you can play for vr that's of super high quality um which is kind of why we we felt it was worthwhile to make more Alex content with Levitation. But, um, you know, one thing, if you look at CSGO, that game receives constant updates and gets a lot of love from Valve. And Levit- er, excuse me, and Alex really has not received um, anywhere near that. So I think it's a consequence of the team kind of scattering after they ship the product. But, you know, I hope that Valve understands that a lot of people like myself were kind of expecting more of a constant update cycle and it it just hasn't materialized so for myself that's a bit of a a critique of the job that valve has done from a vr standpoint yeah yeah you know what happened i mean because they had i know this was like what right after alex launched they were like we're working on three more triple a vr games and we've heard nothing not that's the problem that's that's the that's the you know, the value proposition for VR right now is, is not where it needs to be. No. And so I understand that, that that is an issue. But, you know, judging from the outside, I'm, I'm, I'm not really sure that they do. Yeah, see, that's why we do flat to oh. VR, you know, games. That's that's There's so much to play, and all of these modders just keep making games. And thank God for them, because they're the ones that are giving us the value for our headsets. Exactly, uh, you 100%. Know? Uh, we also modders need support from Valve, and we need to hear it. You know, any form of positive reinforcement, it, it, it goes a long way. Absolutely, like Valve. So they haven't. You haven't heard anything from them then. Just oh, congrats! You know, it's uh, like well, you know, like thanks. Meat on the bones, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I we. We bring this up. We, we brought it up in other shows, but some people may have not seen the show before, so we'll bring it up again. Uh, we did an interview with Luke Ross, and we asked him about uh, if he'd ever heard back from developers that he'd modded their games, and he's like, no. And then the very next day, he gets that you know DCM, DMC, DMC from, from Rockstar, where he has to take down all the Rockstar games off his mod and everything. <laughs> We're like, well, it's our fault. We did it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like sometimes Valve wants a pat on the back just because they're not that, and it's like... That's so wrong, you know, that I don't think you really get a lot of cookies and brownie points just because you're not doing that. Yeah, no. That's that's just way, way wrong, wrong mentality. Yeah, I I really think that, you know, if you want people to keep doing that kind of stuff, you've got to. There's a there's an old line that uh, I can't remember who said this is some comedian I believe it says uh, if you want your dog to stay on the porch you got to pet it every now and again. <laughs> now he was referring to cheating, but it's you know it's the same thing you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, it your your modern community, if you're Valve, I mean that's that's 
easy to overlook in terms of the value that that's added over the years. Yeah, but it, it doesn't just happen automatically. You do have to invest a little time and effort into making that a reality. Absolutely. I mean, look at, look at, okay. So, uh, uh, like Skyrim, for example, I mean, how old is that freaking game? It's still going strong. It's still constantly getting mods. There's still just, there's so much content. I don't think you could play all the content available for Skyrim. Yeah. And, uh, but just, look at, uh, Witcher, Witcher three. The, the, yeah. The new update is all based on modding. And, and look at what they did. They took those mods and they paid, yeah. they paid the modders and gave them credit for, you know, yeah. do stuff like that. <laughs> and that this was the sense of gadget. my question. That was what I wanted to ask Luke Ross, not to get him the <laughs> yeah, thing. Thanks, he Fran. deserves to be like you guys <laughs> deserve to be on a pedestal because mm-hmm. you save the VR world. Really, you yeah. really do. I've been saying for years how important modding is. Um, you know, it's 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 crucial, and and it's not just the fact that okay, games like CS:GO started as mods and now they're making billions of dollars. It's 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 also just the community that builds mm-hmm. around the games that coheres around the games and, and that maintains uh, like a game like Alex without their community. You know, I understand that it doesn't have as many concurrent players as CSGO, but if you invest time into building a community there, it has a lot of dividends, in my opinion, long term. You mm-hmm. have to be a long term thinker when it comes to modding. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Nice. Interesting. Brian, do you have, I know you had a couple questions or do you already asked? Well, uh, Sean actually answered about the animation. Okay. There you go. Yep. That was it. That's, I forgot that. Um, so as I mentioned, I played the game on hard and I really appreciated it for, I mean, like I said, those final bosses, that's the first time I've about thrown my controllers. And since maybe this, you know, NES days of playing like ghosts and ghouls, but, (laughs) but, um, it was definitely the difficulty was ramped up and that, you know, I appreciated that throughout the whole game because I remember, I mean, playing Alex, I, I always felt, especially after I played uh, Black Mesa in VR and Half-Life 2 in VR, and I'm like, oh, this is great. All of these enemies are just so much action. I always felt like we kind of got, they took it real easy on us in Alex. Um, so did, did you find a difficulty like getting the balance right? Well, Half-Life games are usually not punishingly difficult. Um, but I had just come off of playing like Elden Ring. So oh. I was thinking, well, players can tolerate, uh, players can tolerate a lot. But no, really, it's, it's just very difficult subjectively to know like, how, in general, it's a difficult problem. Gameplay balance to not be too frustrating, to not be too boring. It, mm-hmm. But I think in VR is even more so. Yeah. Because it's physical medium and people have different reaction times and processing and and it, it really you know people are playing on different devices like maybe it's a lot easier on the index than you know some of the the meta devices um so yeah i i think we've got the difficulty now to a reasonable point but uh probably the very last engagement um, there's continuing feedback that it might be slightly too challenging. So I'm going to, I'm going to try to ease the the burden there a little bit because again, it's not really in the character of half-life games to be too ridiculously difficult. Yeah, no, well, it, it definitely, it definitely challenged me, you know, especially on hard because you just don't, you don't have any health 
um i don't didn't feel like i had as much resin but maybe i just wasn't seeing it i don't i don't know if you put yeah. less resin in or not um less ammo and yeah it, it was it was tough <laughs> Let, let's just say sean that we're gonna we're gonna have to bleep me here but that was one of the games that i think that i've heard greg saying mother so many times <laughs> in those half like that half an hour of yeah. trying to I was screaming. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna have to blame the the non-index control. There you go. <laughs> I just, I don't think I intended it for to, for it to be quite that difficult. Oh my god, it was driving me insane. I was like, I got to get through this. I got to do it. The only yeah. time I've I've str struggled that much on a stream was when I was playing uh, Jack with the chainsaws in Resident Evil Seven yeah. on Madhouse mode with the gamepad. Yeah, that's up, how we met. Greg. That's how we. That's how we met. Yeah, it's true. That's how we met. That was my very first stream that Van was I on. I was on his stream. The oh first my night god, and he sat Hi, through that. Greg. What it was like three hours of me fighting yeah. Jack? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't beat him. Well, you played on nightmare mode. Oh, yeah, it is. It is a nightmare. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But it's way easier with Prey Dogs mod, where you could just swing the the chainsaw yes. at him. <laughs> All right. Um, we already asked about Valve. You already hit that. Uh, yeah. We talked about the challenges. Okay, so we've hit those already. So, uh, do you have any other mods for Alex in the works, or? No, I think there's a couple um, bugs and glitches that I'm going to try to clean up with this project. Uh, and I think from here on out, I'm going to try to, um, you know, I'm going to pay attention, close attention, obviously, to what Valve is doing with VR. But I think I'm going to mainly try to improve my technical skills and just try to use the time of, like, this is interim between um, Source 2 receiving, you know, coming to CSGO, hopefully, and uh and whatever else valve is doing in vr just use this time to invest in myself and my own technical abilities and just try to catch my breath here coming off of this uh big project why do you got to be so selfish Thanks. man we want more mods <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i would love to make more stuff for um for alex but i think that valve's commitment to the game is is a little questionable right now oh, so uh, i hate to I'm hear this pretty, yeah i'm not yeah. certain that it's investment oh my gosh yeah because it's like i said i most of the time in this game i would just i was just like this just just feels like is it a legitimate valve production valve. yeah yeah it, it the attention Thanks. yeah the attention to detail in every room because that, that's one of the reasons it takes me so long a lot of times to get through vr games is i spend so much time just gawking you know just standing around and looking at everything and just you know, you don't see things like wires just hanging out of a ceiling, not attached to anything, you know, or stuff like that. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's amazing. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. But the last stage where you see G-Men on the stairs, that also, I was like, oh, whoa. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm in an MC Escher painting. <laughs> yeah. It's like something. Or etching. You know, when you make us have that moment, I mean, you already have the team. Why don't you build a game? Well, from, I know. From... It, it's it's a shame to um, to let the team kind of wither away. You know? Yeah, I feel that. Build myself. your own game company. No kidding, dude. You've got the skills. 
You have the skills. <laughs> like, you have the direction. Like you, you, you can be a game designer, and you know how to direct. Uh, you had a nice, amazing story. Um, so, I think it's an option for sure, and I and I don't want the team to to break up. Um, but at the same time, like I feel like there's just so many big questions right now. Like, what's going to happen with Source Two and CS:GO? What's going to happen with Valve's next VR device? What is Valve's level of commitment to VR? You know, could could we uh, potentially team up with someone like uh, Gary from Gary's Mod? Mm, yeah, uh, what they're doing in Sandbox. So I think there's uh, it's almost like paralysis by too many options right now. So I'm, I'm kind of waiting for some kind of uh, indicator, sign from God type of thing of where. And, and also, like I said, I, I'm using the opportunity to improve my own uh, technical skills so that when a really exciting opportunity does come along. Um, we'll be able to to pounce on that with with hopefully with the team that we've already assembled nice sweet okay so i'm really I'm, nice. I'm all out of questions what about you Rand? you got any more yeah same here like okay. uh, that one just came up yeah do you have so, any do you have anything go. else you want to uh bring up or talk about or people you want to shout out to or anything yeah just shout out to the team uh very grateful for everybody that was a part of the project that um, and I'm very grateful, obviously, for the players that seem to have um, embraced the project and are invested in the project's success. And to folks like yourself, uh, yourselves, who have you know helped us spread the word about the project and pointed out, you know, that the the ending's too difficult, and you know, <laughs> to continue to update and make improvements. Um, so I really appreciate all the feedback and, and the opportunity to speak with you. Well, and I want to I want to point out that that the ending on hard, yes, it it earns its name, and that's the way it should be. I think because you know, like with Alex, the the you know proper, uh, the way I, I mean, even hard mode I think is way too easy. So then I put in combat plus, which is that that's pretty good. That that really adds a lot of difficulty to the game, um, and I yeah. think there are people who are going to want that. So I think you should have that option to have like that just punishing hard mode. And I did play it through on on just normal mode, and yeah, I mean that that felt about right. That felt like just your normal average, you know, uh, Alex play. So I don't, I don't know that you don't don't take that me saying that they no, even though there were times when i was fighting that boss i was like i think they need to rebalance this this is like, <laughs> yeah, this well, is I, insane that video i think we need to we need to uh we need to just make a button where you just press it to win basically <laughs> that, was, that video was <laughs> yeah that that was that was pretty crazy but it, maybe we can it in the comments so people know the, the yeah you're referring to yeah there we go I'll probably... you uh you on the brink of insanity <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i just about lost a headset that day <laughs> <laughs> all right well okay guys uh that's gonna be it for the show today then uh thank you very much sean uh for being here everybody make sure that you check out uh the, the uh, Levitation VR mod for, for Alex uh, by FM Pone and team. Uh, thanks to your team, too. You guys did an amazing job. It's so it's yeah. so great to have new things to play in our PC VR headsets. So uh, that's awesome. And, uh, yeah, make sure you stick around and, and hit that like and subscribe button. And, uh, you know, if you have any questions, do you have any suggestions of modders that you'd like to see? Yeah. Uh, uh, let us know. Uh, and then we can see about getting them on the show. 
And uh, yeah, so anyway, guys, thanks for watching. Dr. Greg, Thank out. You. <laughs>